This is Eighth Day Encouragement, a recap of the Sunday service, offering hope and faith from the Church of the Holy Trinity, Manhattan. You can find us online at holytrinity-nyc.org. Today the Church began the season of Advent, that season in which we're invited to listen and look for the coming of the Lord Jesus. This, of course, means that we should prepare for Christmas, for the celebration of the Incarnation, but also the scriptures remind us of apocalyptic themes as we also await the consummation of God's love for the world in the final days. Bernard of Clairvaux wrote, uh, encompassing both these two senses of coming and waiting, but he also mentions a third, He writes, we know that there are three comings of the Lord. The third lies between the other two. It is invisible while the other two are visible. In the first coming, Christ was seen on earth. In the final coming, all flesh will see the salvation of our God. This intermediate coming is a hidden one. In it, only the elect see the Lord within their own selves, and they are saved. In his first coming, our Lord came in the flesh and in our weakness. In this middle coming, he comes in spirit and in power. Because this coming lies between the other two, it is like a road on which we travel from the first coming to the last. In the first, Christ was our redemption. In the last, he will appear as our life. In this middle coming, he is our rest and consolation. Throughout his earthly ministry, Jesus speaks about the kingdom of God as being this middle place, this rest and consolation, not something we have to to work for, but simply receive and notice. Jesus says, you are not far from the kingdom of God. He says, the kingdom of God is very near you. The kingdom of God is in the midst of you. It is for us to notice, to watch, to look to see, to taste, to smell, and to feel. And so how do we spot the kingdom of God? Well, I think there are several clues. One is that the kingdom of God is among us whenever we see acts of mercy. Our world talks a lot about justice, but when we're on the receiving end, which of us really wants justice? Wouldn't we prefer mercy? when we are shown a kindness that we did nothing to deserve, when we're given a gift that we did not earn or expect, when the hungry are filled with good things and the lowly are being looked upon with favor, that's mercy. The kingdom of God is in our midst. The kingdom of God is among us when we see acts of forgiveness. Forgetting may seem impossible for us, but through the love of Jesus Christ, there is always the possibility of forgiveness. Even when we can't bring ourselves to forgive, we can pray that Christ might forgive on our behalf and move us toward that day when we too can forgive even as we have been forgiven. When we say we're sorry and someone else looks at us with a convincing smile and says, it's okay, the kingdom of God is in our midst. The kingdom of God is also among us whenever we see acts of love. There are still those people in the world who put others ahead of themselves, sometimes their parents, sometimes their children, sometimes their friends. 
Love happens whenever we throw out all the planning, the percentage-based giving, the calculating, the expecting a return, and we simply love for love's sake. When we love like God loves, then God's kingdom unfolds in our midst. On November 28th at the 11 o'clock a.m. Holy Communion, the choir sings one of my favorite anthems, E'en So, Lord Jesus. Even so, Lord Jesus. It's based on Revelation 22. And I love it because it's beautiful, but I also love it because of the first time I ever heard it. I was in seminary. It was my first semester. I'd signed up for too many classes and had gotten involved in too many other things. I was completely overwhelmed. Relationships seemed to be falling apart. I had no idea whether I should be aiming for ordination or just, or just leave and go to law school. I wanted Jesus to come all right, and I wanted him to come quickly. I wanted that semester to end. (laughs) I wanted my depression and confusion to end. I wanted some sort of change in some way, and I wished the world I was experiencing might end and a new world could begin. And then I heard this anthem. A recurring part of the hymn sings, E'en so, Lord Jesus, quickly come. Even so, Lord Jesus, we could fill in the blanks around that. There's a pandemic. Work isn't working out. Relationships aren't what we wish they were. Um, Maybe we're not happy with this or that. Even so, even so, Lord Jesus, quickly come. And night shall be no more. They need no light, nor lamp, nor sun, for Christ will be their all. After hearing that anthem, after praying those words, it was as though something began to shift for me. Um, I heard those words, Christ will be their all, not as something I had to work for or pray for or, or be good enough in order to warrant, but as God's promise to us, Christ is our all. Christ would be my all, and that would be enough. It would be enough to hope for it would be enough to get me through that day and the next. Especially this Advent, as we look for the breaking in of God's kingdom around us, as we listen for and watch for Christ's presence, may Christ be our all as he invites and promises. May Jesus quickly come and Christ become our all. Let us pray. Almighty God, give us grace to cast away the works of darkness and put on the armor of light. Now in the time of this mortal life in which your son, Jesus Christ, came to visit us in great humility, that in the last day when he shall come again in his glorious majesty to judge both the living and the dead, we may rise to the life immortal through him who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God now and forever. Amen. Here is the Holy Trinity Choir singing the Paul Mance anthem, E'en So, Lord Jesus. The noise that competes with the beauty of the music is the beauty of people coming forward to receive Holy Communion at Holy Trinity.
You've been listening to Eighth Day Encouragement. The eighth day is a Monday after the seven days of the week, but the eighth day also stands as a new creation outside the pattern of the usual seven. And so the eighth day symbolizes resurrection, hope, and the possibilities for new life. I'm John Bedingfield, the priest and rector at the Church of the Holy Trinity, Manhattan. I hope you'll come and visit us in person one day, but you can also worship with us through Facebook Live, follow us on YouTube, and learn more at holytrinity-nyc.org. God bless you this week and always.